Louie, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rhodes? Well, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. No, I am your father. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And today we are bringing you a bonus episode of After the Ending, which is where we're going to uh, skip over our usual After the Endings. Uh, and this is a slightly shorter episode because, uh, as we mentioned last week, there's some, some staff members here at After the Ending that are just demanding vacation time. So we're going to let them go. Yeah, you can't, you can't just let them keep working. No, you got to give them a break yeah. once in a while. So uh, we have a couple of bonus episodes coming up this week and next week. But uh, we've come up with some fun stuff that we think you'll enjoy. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we'll do our best, you know? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. First up, we're going to go with, uh, we're going to return to our feature from our first bonus episode, and that is Quizmaster Deathmatch, and that is where Phil and I have both selected a movie that we love and we, we think we know well, and we have given each other, we are going to give each other trivia questions and see just how well the other one knows one of their favorite movies. Yeah, but if you heard the, the last episode, you realize <laughs> that uh, even though we love the movies in question, it's uh, it's so easy to uh, get up most of the questions wrong. Yeah, we didn't we didn't really represent all that well <laughs> last yeah. time around, yeah. but uh, we'll see what happens this time. Uh, so the way it works is we've got six questions. The first two questions are worth one point each. The next two are a little bit harder. They're worth three points each. And the last two are the hardest questions. They're worth five points each. And at the end, we will tally up our scores, and we will see who is the victor of this installment of Quizmaster Deathmatch. Phil, why don't you tell people what movies we're going to be battling it out over today? Well, you will be asking me questions about Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm -hmm. and I will be asking you questions about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that's the 1990 film. Right, the good one. The good one, yeah, the good one. All right, so why don't we get started then? All right, Phil, I'm going to start you off with the easiest possible question that I could think of regarding Indiana Jones, and, and I, hope, I hope that it's as easy as I think it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Who was originally going to play Indiana Jones? Okay, Tom Selleck. Very good. That's a neat. I think most people know that one by now. But... <sighs> oh, thank you. <laughs> now, for that. here, I, I'm going to throw a curveball completely out of left field. I'm going to give you a chance at a bonus question. Oh, okay. So, bonus question. What TV show and network would not allow him out of his contract to play Indiana Jones? Oh, well, it's Magnum P.I. Yep. That's half. That's half. But do you know the oh, network? Oh, the network, though, because it's... I know it's an American network. The show's over, over here. We only had, like, uh, four channels at the time when Magnum right. was on TV originally. Right. So I didn't know the network. NBC. So close. It was CBS. Oh. All right. But I'll give you half a point for getting that it was Magnum PI. Oh, thank you very much. All right. Okay. Okay. Hit me. Okay, then. Your first question. So 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which actor provided the voice of Donatello? That would be Corey Feldman. Correct. Yes. Well done. All right. Big Turtles fan. Also a big Corey Feldman fan. Not going to lie. Okay. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do quite like him in those, all those films from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously his career of late isn't what it was, but I grew up watching him and idolizing him. I thought he was the coolest guy because he was in so many movies I loved, you know, Goonies and Lost Boys and just, you know, all over the place in my childhood. So I always have a soft spot for him. Excellent. Okay. Then. All right. Okay. Okay. All right, so what was Indiana Jones's original last name? 
It was Smith, wasn't it? It was Smith, correct, for another point. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. Yep. Indiana Smith. Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring, does it? No, it's funny how Indiana Jones works, Indiana Smith doesn't. Right. Do you know why they changed it? Oh, I did do, I can't remember. It was because even though uh, Lucas had come up with the name, Spielberg didn't like it. He didn't think it had the panache that it needed, so... They changed it. Should listen to Spielberg a lot more with the Indiana Jones films. <laughs> you definitely they? should. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, next one. Uh, who played Casey Jones? That would be, and I'm hoping I get the pronunciation correct, but it was Elias Coteas? Correct. All right. He was great right. in that movie, too. Oh, he's very good. I always liked him in uh, Prophecy as well, like Christopher yeah. Walken, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good character actor. He shows up in a lot of things, and he's just always really solid. Yeah, yeah, totally spot on, yeah. I do like him. All right, very good. Okay, now we're getting into our slightly harder questions. So Yeah, so these are for three points each. Three points each. Only one person in the entire cast and crew of Raiders did not get sick with dysentery during filming in Tunisia. Who was it? Oh. Is it Karen Allen? It was not. It was Steven Spielberg. Oh. And the reason was he had a crate of food shipped over from America, mostly things like <laughs> cans of SpaghettiOs, and that's all he would eat. Oh, and sneaky Steve. Everybody else got, got dysentery and got sick. Oh, very good. Okay, then. Uh, which turtle was voiced and played by the same actor? I believe it was Raphael. Correct. And it's, if I'm not mistaken, was it Josh Pice who played him? Oh, okay. yes, very look, good. Look at me. Wow, very good. Excellent. Thank you. I, I, am, a, I am a Turtles fan. Through yes. I, don't, uh, you know, I might not have mentioned this for the listeners, but I am a rabid Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. I started reading the comics when I was a kid. The original black and white comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I watched the cartoons. I've watched all the movies. I've, I still read all the comic books. I have all all sorts of Turtles memorabilia. I, I am about as diehard a Ninja Turtles fan as they come. So, Well, getting the, the guy who was inside the suit of Raphael is a good – that's a good sign. Yeah, I don't know that I could do that for all of them, but I, I happened right. to hear an interview with him not that long ago. So it, it, it stuck in my head, his name. So. Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, I'd, I think you're, you're going to – you might win this. Well, you this never one. know. You never know. Go on up. All right, let's see what we got. So the Well of Souls sequence was yes. filmed on the set of what hit 1980 horror movie? Oh. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. Because it sounds I like you it. might not know. It's it's an iconic horror movie filmed by somebody who's considered one of the greatest directors of all time. Oh, gosh. So it's not like a slasher film or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, It's gone. No, I don't know. All right. I it, do know, but I can't remember. It was The Shining. <laughs> did you did you know that one now that I yes, said it? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <sighs> okay. All right. Right then. Okay. What is Shredder's real name? It is Uruku Saki. Correct. All right. Oh, you're smashing these. Well, you know what it is, though? Because I have, you know, you have one movie to base your trivia on. I have, you know, a, an entire universe of Ninja Turtles knowledge. That's right. That's from, true. Yeah. So. Th thank you very much for for doing that of course <laughs> all right now they're getting to, now we're at our hardest level these are our five point questions and i i, I tried not to make them too hard phil but I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i don't know we'll see what happens what steve mcqueen film was the original inspiration for the name of indiana jones and i'll give you a hint if yeah. you refer back to my second question about his original last name yes it could give you a clue oh bugger i know the one as well it's i can see him in it i can't think what the name is though it's the one where he's a kicky cowboy guy. Yeah, I believe so, guy. yes. Yes, it's... Oh, no. It's a, it's a Midwestern state in the yeah. U.S. And it's got a, it's got a very angular shape. 
That's not going to help me. I know because you're not you're not from yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll say this: this state has one of the biggest tourist destinations in the world. In it, it's an entire it's an entire city that's a tourist destination. <sighs> no, I'm not going to go. All right, it's Nevada Smith. Oh, you... and that would be where Las Vegas is located. Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Yes. 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 I knew the film as well. Well, there you go. I've never seen it actually. I only heard of it when I started doing research for this. So you were you were kind of one up on me there. No, it's it's a it's a good film. I've en- I enjoy it. It's a good oh. film, but uh, I totally forgot the name. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Okay then. So they went on to do lots of other big films, but who edited the nineteen ninety Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Hmm. Was it Michael Bay? No, okay. it was not. All right. I don't know that one then. It was Sally Menk. Oh right. Yeah, she edited most of Quentin Tarantino's films before she sadly passed away. That's right. Two thousand and ten. Right. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't realize yeah. that. I did not realize. Yeah, that so she I did that. I liked when I when I read that. I thought that was pretty cool. She did did yeah. that. Yeah, and then went on to do all those amazing films as well. See that? You know why? Because she did an excellent job. Because I have to imagine that Ninja Turtles was a film that required a lot of editing because of the fact that you know these costumes and everything. There had to be so much. So many repeat takes to get things yeah, right. Yeah. I, you know, I understand they couldn't see very much, and the suits were bulky and heavy. I'm sure there was a lot of retakes and retakes and retakes. Oh, so. there, must, there must have been miles of film. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, here we go, Phil, for our last five-point question. Yeah. And I do have some clues if you, if you need them. We'll see what happens. I what, think I probably will. <laughs> what famous voice actor provided the sounds of the monkey in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Wow. He's a very well-known voice actor. He also went on later to provide the voice of one of the most famous animated monkeys in film history. Yeah, at the moment, I can't think of any animated monkeys whatsoever. Curious George? You might say, well, that's a very famous animated monkey, and I think he actually does do the voice of that, but there's another one. So the animated monkey in question is Abu in Aladdin. He also voiced him. Oh! In addition to that, he played the voice of Megatron in the Transformers cartoons, Uh, Freddy, in the Scooby-Doo cartoons, Garfield in the Garfield cartoons, and uh, Ray and Slimer in the real Ghostbusters. No, I, can't, I know who it is, and I can't think of his name. All right, his name is Frank Welker. Oh, Welker, yeah. I was thinking of Waylon. Right, right. Frank Welker, Frank yeah. Welker, I love his yep. voice as well. Oh, He's one of the most prolific voice actors yeah. in history. So. Oh, I, did, I didn't realize he'd done The Monkey. That's pretty yep. cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, I've failed at this one so far, <laughs> but let's give you your last question. All right, hit me. In which U.S. state did the majority of filming take place? Hmm, huh. that's interesting. I'm, I know it was set in New York, but it wasn't. It wasn't filmed in New York, and yes. I assumed it was filmed in Canada. So I didn't realize it was filmed in the U.S. Then I'm yeah. gonna say it's gonna be something with some kinds of cities. Um, uh, I'd, I'd like to give you some clues about the shapes of the state, like <laughs> you did for me, but I haven't got a clue. Although Sorry, I have been that. to this state. All right, uh, I'm gonna say, was it? Chicago? No, it was North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. I would never have guessed that in a million years. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> crazy one, isn't it? To substitute North Carolina for uh, for New York City. Although, uh, to be fair to any listeners in North Carolina, I have not been there in a very long time, so maybe it looks a lot like New York, and I <laughs> no. just don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Paint some backdrops. Well, you smashed me on that one, Mike. Yeah, I've got you, you at 2.5 points. What do you have for me? Uh, you had eight points. Oh, boy. I guess I did a little bit. So Yes. Yeah, so that's uh, you won the last round as well. So that means you're 2-0 to you. Yeah. Yeah. 2-0 to me. But that's all right. We're, this is, you know, this is an ongoing <sighs> feature. I'm sure that at some point you're going to go on. I'm sure it can get worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're going to go on a comeback run at some point And, uh, you know, eventually you'll be up 20 to 2. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. 
All right, nicely done. So there you go. That was Quizmaster Deathmatch for Raiders of the Lost Ark and Ninja Turtles. Once again, I am happy to be victorious. Yes, yes, yes. Just going to gloat for a second, and now we can move on. Go gloat, because <laughs> if I had one, I'd be gloating as well. All right. So for our second feature, we thought it would be fun, since it's uh, at least the wrapping up on summertime, we thought it would be fun to revisit our top five summer movies. And that's movies kind of about summer, not like summer blockbusters, because there's a million of those. Oh, yeah. uh, but our, our top five summer movies... Yeah, I do like a good summer movie, but they haven't. I'm doing the list that aren't actually as many as I thought there had been. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. Yeah. It seems like there's there, there's more movies about summertime out there than than there really are. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they're always the ones that sort of you remember from when you were a kid. Some of them as well. They just uh, they just stay in your mind because it's the glorious days of summer, which never last as long as you you want them to. Right, right. Well, especially here in the UK. Oh yeah, but, I'm sure. uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, we've got we've got sun in the sky at the minute. But uh, so what's your What's your first one? All right. Well, my number five is Indian Summer, which is not a very well-known film, although it should be. It's this great film about a group of people who all went to summer camp together as kids, and they reunite at the camp before it gets shut down, and they're all adults now. And uh, it's got a little bit of kind of like a, like a big chill feel to it. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's sort yeah. of these these personalities that you know used to be great friends, and now some of them get along and some of them don't. But it's got a great cast. I mean, you're talking Alan Arkin, uh, Diane Lane, Bill Paxton, Elizabeth Perkins, Kevin Pollack, Sam Ramey, Vincent Spano, Julie Warner, Kimberly Williams, Matt Craven. I mean, wow. all those people in one movie. And um, and it's great because uh, Kevin Pollack just has this, this line. He keeps going, everything seems so much smaller than it used to be. You know, he's, he kept, throughout the whole movie, he's always commenting, why is everything so much smaller? Until they, they finally snap. It's very funny. It's, it's a very charming, warm, funny movie. It's kind of a dramedy. You know, it's got a lot of humor, mm-hmm. but a lot of nice, poignant moments as well. And just such a great cast. And it's just one of those movies that I find very enjoyable to watch. Oh, brilliant! I've not, uh, I've not seen that one, but yeah, it's worth checking out. It's yeah. worth checking out, and it's you know, it takes place late in the summer, so it's kind of perfect for right now, you know. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Okay, my number five is 1987's Summer School, uh, a silly, cheesy film starring Mark Harmon as a teacher, Freddie Shoup, who's looking forward to going on summer holiday, but then he's roped in. He has to teach summer school. Kirstie Alley is uh, another teacher, and it's he's just basically has to teach a class of misfits. Lots of silly things going on. Uh, I watched it when I was. Uh, a lot younger than I am now. Right. It's got a few attractive women in. It's got some funny moments. It's got to, and it's also got a couple of a uh, couple of the students who are called Chainsaw and Dave. Yeah, Chainsaw. Yeah, that's they're the ones. Yeah, yep. they're big film fans. They love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's uh, I love the scene where they let rip with the special effects yeah. they've got. Yeah, with the killer yeah. rabbits. Yeah, it's great yeah, stuff. It's, uh, great, great one. Just uh, watched it lots and lots. Yeah, it just uh, reminds me of younger younger times. Sure, sure. Yeah, that is that's, an excellent pick. An excellent pick. Thank you very much. That's number five for me. All right. Well, my number four, it may surprise some people that it's this this low on the list, uh, and it is National Lampoon's Vacation, the original with Chevy Chase and uh, yeah, Beverly yeah. D'Angelo. And, you know, I, I do love this film, but I, I will say I didn't watch it when it came out originally. I didn't watch it as a kid. Uh, it was one of those movies that I don't know why, but somehow I missed it. And so everybody else kind of grew up with it, and I didn't. I didn't see it till I was an adult. Um, and so I like it. I like it. It's a very funny film. I enjoy it greatly. Um, but it, it don't, I don't have that sort of memory, that nostalgia associated with it that a lot of people do. Yes, yeah, same with me. I didn't see it until I was a lot older. So. Right. And it's a great film. It's very funny. But like I said, I don't, I don't have that sort of deep-rooted love that some people do. So that's why it ends up at uh, number four on my list. Okie doke. And my number four is a more recent film. It's uh, from 2013, The Kings of Summer. Directed by Jordan Voigt Roberts and starring Nick Robertson, Gabriel Brasso, Nick Offerman, Aaron Moriarty. 
a few others. It's all about three kids, uh, three boys. They go off. They basically leave home and they go off in, into the woods and build a house and try to live off the land. It's very funny, uh, quite poignant, and it just has this kids on the, you know, the the mythical side of summer almost. Right. About, right. you know, the, the potential of what could be if you go off and you just do your own thing. If you've if you've not seen it, it's well worth taking a look. You know, I, I like that movie, um, and I, but I will say that I think that um, I, I have kind of an odd experience with it, and I think that the trailer was too effective. Yeah, and yeah. When yeah. I saw the trailer for it, I was like, this looks like the most magical movie I've ever seen. Like, I was so gung-ho mm. to see it. And then I watched it, and I enjoyed it, but it didn't live up to the – it didn't give oh, me that feeling yeah. that I got when I watched the trailer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So I like it, but it, it, it didn't make my list, unfortunately. I, I wish I had loved it as much as I loved the trailer the first time I saw it. But it is a good movie, so worth watching oh, for sure. An excellent point, and also many feature good trailers, bad films. Oh, yeah, that's an excellent one. I already know my number one, so we'll definitely do that. It's going to be interesting, though, because the director who did that, mm-hmm. he's directed Kong Skull Island. So oh. it's one of those, again, where they do a director does a good, small, independent film and then gets given this big blockbuster. So hopefully it won't be a Josh Trank kind of fantastic film. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be a Mark Webb doing, going from 500 Days of Summer to Amazing Spider-Man. I don't yeah. care what you all say. The Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> movies are fantastic. So shut it. Spectacular. Thank you. <laughs> Web of. Web of. Um, okay. Sorry, there's, a, there's an in-joke that only comics fans will get. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. So my number three pick is... Vacation. And no, I'm not stuttering. This would be referring to the 2015 version of Vacation, which you and I talked about on the show a while back. I yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. the same reaction to it that I did. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I think I mentioned I, I watched it twice in one day. I think it is so incredibly funny. Uh, yeah. it, it makes me laugh out loud nonstop. Chris Hemsworth is in it, and he's hysterical. I love Ed Helms. It's just It's just a really, really funny movie. So that's my number three. Okay. I think uh, Chris Hemsworth's going to have a, a good career doing comedy because he was really good in the, the Ghostbusters film as well. Yeah, he's he's pretty fantastic in everything, yeah. but definitely uh, he's got uh, some good comedy chops for sure. Well, my next film, uh, number three, is another recent one, 2013 again. It's The Way, Way Back. It was written and directed by Nat Faxon and Jim Rash. And Jim Rash, people don't know, he played uh, the Dean in Community. Yep. I loved Community. It's, and the film stars uh, Tony Collette, Steve Carell, Alison Janney, and Sam Rockwell, Mayor Rudolph and what was the kid's name? Anna Sophia Robb. Mm-hmm. And also uh, the main guy, Liam James, who plays a kid called Duncan. And also Sam Rockwell. He was uh, the head thug in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I did notice that when I watched yeah. it again. Not that long ago. Uh, okay. So, but this is, it's a great film. It's all about Duncan going on holiday with his mum and her new boyfriend and his daughter. Uh, he doesn't get on well with this, this boyfriend, but he ends up uh, becoming friends with Owen, played by Sam Rockwell, who's the manager of a water park. And it's uh, one of those coming-of-age ones about somebody leaving childhood behind, becoming a man, and standing on his own two feet. And it's uh, it's a great little movie, good characters. He's leaving the protection of his family, and he's he's finding his own way with these at the water park. He's getting responsibility. He's having a laugh, meeting great people, and it's a uh, it's a great film. Really enjoyed it when I saw it. I, I wasn't expecting that much from it, but I really enjoyed it when it uh, I finally got to see it. I have to say there there would be a good chance that that movie could have made my list had I actually seen it, and it's one I've really wanted to see yeah. since it oh, came out. Definitely watch it. And, uh, yeah, I just haven't I just haven't gotten around to it, but I do really want to see it. I've heard very good things about it, so yeah. great pick, great pick. Okay. Well, my number two is a film that has appeared on one of our top ten lists in our hundred years of Hollywood and hundred episodes feature in our regular episodes. Um, yeah. But I'm going to mention it here too because it's still one of my favorite movies, and it is Endless Summer Two. Uh, which, like I said, is, is sort of a travelogue slash 
comedy slash documentary about two very charismatic surfers traveling the world. Um, it's got a lot of great surfing footage, but it also has a lot really funny moments. And then there's things like them traveling across the Australian outback and meeting locals and going on all sorts of adventures. And it, to me, it's just a magical film. And it's one of those movies where I've introduced it to people who don't have any interest in surfing whatsoever, and they always love it too. It's just it's just that enjoyable of a movie. So uh, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, I still need to say it because I remember wanted to see it with the first time you mentioned it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. My uh, well, my number two is a Hitchcock film, Rear Window. Oh, interesting. I hadn't because, thought about that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, I was I was going through my, my Blu-ray, saw that, and went, "Oh, yeah, it's it's Red Hot. It's during the summer." Right. Right. It's going to fit in, and it's uh, as we all know, it's James Stewart. His character's broken his leg, and he's stuck in his apartment in a blistering heat wave, and then he realizes something's not not right in the apartments over the other side it's got the beautiful and very talented grace kelly and it's a stone cold classic yeah oh it's one of my favorite films of all time had i had yeah. I thought about it i would have probably included it but you're right that does fit the criteria yeah. and um i might have fallen in love with grace kelly a little bit when yeah, i watched I that did. movie the yeah, first time yeah. and every time i watch it since so yeah she's she's <laughs> luminous oh absolutely all right, well, my number one, then, is a film that has already appeared on your list. Oh, okay. And it is Summer School. Oh, uh, excellent. Much like you, I, I've seen that movie a hundred times. I watched it as a kid over and over and over again. I've watched it recently. It still holds up. It's just so funny. There are so many great moments. It's, it's a very quotable movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's an indelible piece of my, my formative years and a movie that I still love to watch to this day. And so, and it, nothing embodies summertime greater than a movie like summer school so yes yeah that's my number i think one. Uh, i think when i was watching i, I fell in love with the uh, the girl who was you know the surfer she just wanted to be out surfing yeah yeah uh, courtney thorne smith that's her she went on to be in melrose place and according to jim and a lot of other things and she's great and i definitely definitely was in love with her for many summers after that yeah movie. yeah good film all right good so pick. let's hear your top pick then well for my number one we're gonna need a bigger boat it is jaws ah yes of course yes it's not, uh, well, what can I say about Jaws? You know, you go into water, sharks in the water. Yep. No, it's definitely, you know, it's funny. Yeah. I, I kind of thought about that one because it's obviously a summer-based movie. And, and I don't know, for some reason I feel like it was cheating because it's not, and I'm not saying you're cheating, but because it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Jaws, like it's automatically going to be number yeah, one, yeah. you know, so I sort of left it off. But I mean, you can't, you can't argue with that pick, obviously. Thank you. Well, I was going back and forth because I was thinking the same thing, but then I thought, no, I'm sticking with it, going with it. Yeah. Well, you know, the nice thing as always, these are our lists. There are rules and our rules are, there are no rules. So you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can put Jaws at number one. That's perfect. Because I, I almost had 12 Angry Men in it as well, because I believe that was such a Oh, it definitely summer, is. Yeah. And that's an yeah. amazing film. But you're yeah. right, because the whole time they're talking about how hot it is. They keep opening yeah. the windows yeah. and they're sweating and everything. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, great. But you, clearly you did more research than I did for this film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just went through my, my Blu-rays and went, oh, that's in summer. Right, right. That's yeah. right. But uh, yes, that's it. Very good. That's our, they're our favorite, well, our top five summer movies. Yeah, for now. That, that may change as, as various summers come and go, but for now, these will, these will do the trick. So, But if uh, you want to let us know your summer movies, you could, uh, you could email us, leave comments on wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, you know how to get a hold of us by now. And if you don't, go listen to some of our older episodes while you're waiting for us to come back with a new episode, and we'll tell you how to do it there. So, Yes. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap us up. Next week, we will be back with one more bonus episode before we return to our regularly scheduled programming. Be sure to tune in for that. Yeah, see if Mike beats me again. <laughs> I get the feeling he probably will because he's on a roll. I'm going to go for the hat trick. Oh, yes. All right, so as always, we thank you for listening. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And we'll see you next week. After the ending. It's uh, because it was... Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Even short episodes, apparently, we're going to have bloopers. <laughs>
All right, well, my number two is a film that has appeared on one of our top 100 films of... Uh, no, no, that's not what it's called. <laughs> Why don't I get the <laughs> name of our segments correct? <laughs> and I'm Phil Edwards. And we'll see you next week. After the ending. Did you forget your line there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's hard to remember. We've only been doing it every week for the no, past No, I was just like, thinking, you know, I was because it's a bonus one. My mind was going, well, it won't be exactly the same. Right. And I was going, right. oh, no, we're still doing the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>